testing, testing. Ooh, I see wavelength. Oh, my loves. Welcome back to Strip Down. Can't even tell you how freaking excited I am to have this amazing woman and new mama in my house today. We have been talking about doing this for so long. Things finally aligned. I'm so excited. I'm welcoming Amy Paffer up to my show. She is a host. She is an actress. You can currently see her on Spectrum News 1 in local California. She talks all about everything that's good. And she honestly just wears so many hats because she does so many things. I actually like knew her way back in the day when I styled her for all different amazing events and worked with her and her sister. And um, when she was on Hollywood Today Live, like really throwing it back there. And she's a new mama to her beautiful daughter, Ember. Amy, welcome to my show. Thank you, Allie. I'm so excited to see you in person. I know. It's so nice to like actually connect, right? I know. Share actual space with you. Yes. It's so worth the wait. Right? It's worth the wait. I know. And like real life, like putting it out there, like we had to juggle our schedules a million times between cancellations and baby napping and different schedules. You know, I have a toddler. You know, Amy has like basically like, you know. Seven months old. Yeah, like, you know, like more in the infant (laughs) stage. So it's like the the struggle is so real. But here we are. We made it happen. We made it happen. I'm so excited. Before we dive right in, I just want you to tell my audience a little bit about you. I feel like a lot of people obviously probably know who Amy Patharp is. But tell us a little bit about you and, of course, you know, this – project that you're working on with Spectrum right now. Yeah, absolutely. So most people would probably know me from hosting on MTV, Jersey Shore After Hours, yes. going way back to 2012. <laughs> I love it. Um, and then Dating Naked on VH1. So we both have that little, you know, mm-hmm. naked credit to our name. Yes, we do. <laughs> Talking about stripping it down. Um, and then I've also worked with Allie, of course, on Hollywood Today Live. So a lot of hosting things. I also have worked in the comedy world on sitcoms like Hot in Cleveland, yes. Two Broke Girls. And that's where I really want to focus my energy going forward but I love my hosting career I'm so grateful for it and I'm currently doing feel-good stories so all about the people that are doing good in the world in Los Angeles on Spectrum One News SoCal so if you're a Spectrum subscriber you can see it if you're not you can go to my YouTube channel youtube.com slash TV and you can check it all out I love it yes and like literally Amy wears many hats and and like I agree with you like you're amazing at hosting but you also like have such a, a cool way about the way you do act and I've seen all your incredible projects you've been working on, like even your scripts you're doing. So Amy is literally doing it all while being a brand new mama, by the way. (laughs) And so I told her, I was like, you have to come on my show. I wanted to have her on when she was pregnant. And it was just like so much was going on. And then, you know, Ember came. And of course she realized how crazy mom life was. Uh, And the juggle and struggle is so real. And so I wanted to ask you, Amy, like, so Ember's now seven months. I can't even believe that, by the way. Isn't it nuts? I still have to meet her. It's such a weird time warp. I always say that. Like it feels like it flew by, but it also feels like it was yesterday yes so isn't that it's so weird how your mind is like oh I know whoa this is like happening and and you you try to stay in the moment Mm -hmm. but yet still like everything is so fast because we're both entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. we're always working we're always oh yeah so it's really hard to like sometimes be in the moment right and so like being a new mom and like you know and your husband Drew is like so amazingly supportive of you which I love seeing that of him and how you guys are because like I think it's so important to have a supportive partner. Oh my gosh, like, it's essential. It is. I lucked out. I hit the jackpot. <laughs> and I don't even think you know what kind of partner or husband you're, you're going to get yep. until you're in the thick of it. And then he really has stepped up as a dad. He's so incredible. And everyone always says, like, don't date a fellow actor. Oh my gosh. 
honestly, it's been the biggest blessing for us because uh, we both have these flexible schedules. That's true. Which is incredible. For yeah. these first months, these first years of her life, we can both kind of hit pause or let the other one kind of take the lead for a little bit and see whoever has got the most action going on. True. It's been amazing. That's so awesome. we're both there with her, which I think I, is... I love that you shared that too because I'm sure like there's plenty of people who like are like dating and are like, oh, is this person going to be, you know, and obviously everyone's different. Like Drew has a certain personality, but yeah. it's like... Just because, like, you're the same field, like, don't necessarily just knock it. Right. Because, like you said, it's working for you It's guys. working really well for yes, us. That's yeah. good. And that's nice. You guys both kind of get to flex and flow and both have time with her. Like, that's the hard part with Justin is, like, you know, I love my husband. He's beyond supportive. But it's, like, he works, you know, full-time as a production account. So he's gone, Away from you know, the house. Yeah, yeah, all day until the evening. And mm-hmm. so, and when he comes home, especially now, obviously, being pregnant, like, he steps up immediately and steps in. But it's, like, I also feel bad and have my own guilt because I'm, like, you're exhausted from yeah. your day and now you're turning on to like for job number two yeah exactly you know <laughs> yeah. and, and and playing with her and and cooking dinner because I'm a terrible cook and you know all these things and it's like you know so it's true a, a dedicated partner mm-hmm. is just so needed like yeah. when I see I swear single mom single dads I'm like you are oh. the real superheroes of the world I could not agree more right like I, don't you feel like you're drowning when you're by yourself I do and it's like maybe a day or two yes and yes. I'm like, how do you do this like day in and day out it's, I know I don't get it and yes my hat I tip my hat to them my heart goes out to people that are really just making it work they do they just make it work well and don't you feel like now that you're in it like that's really what mom life is like literally you just make it work yeah you do what works for you you can have all the plans in the world (laughs) it is a beautiful lesson in surrendering birth was the same way and I knew that my mind knew that but your body and your you just want to cling of course I was just clinging to ideals and yeah even now as a new mom I we played this game at my baby shower and I love telling this story because it is just such a funny 180 of how you think one thing and then when you're in it, it's completely different. <laughs> Everyone asked me my preferences as far as like cloth diapers or regular diapers okay. and I was like, cloth diapers, everything I said <laughs> is basically didn't happen. I thought I had this. Oh, I love you for sharing Yeah. That. I have not used a single cloth diaper. I had the best of intentions, but like, girl, <laughs> this takes so much time. I mean, it does. great for all the mamas that are doing it, but yes. I'm like, same with me. I'm like, no, no, no. I need to get it off and get it on yeah. and move on. I really had, I really wanted to, but we're seven months later and we still haven't tried it. So yeah. <laughs> I'm just giving myself that grace to know that you can think one thing and then you can pivot and it's fine. Exactly. You can learn and grow and just move on. You don't have to judge yourself or beat yourself up that it didn't, you didn't do what you said you were going to do. Yeah. It's fine. And the same with parenting, you know, like being on a schedule. I thought I was going to be the scheduled mom and everything is going to be so precise. <laughs> and you laugh because it's not realistic no because you try and it's like it's just you know they have their own schedule you know even Amelia as much as we sleep trained her and overall she goes to bed at a decent hour and she gets up at a decent hour and you know she takes her one nap it's long and she has a good routine Mm -hmm. but there's still days where it's like you know I'll have my podcast scheduled and she's still not going down I'm like oh my god I guess it's gonna be here in five minutes like oh my god what do I do and luckily, she's, like, somewhat chill. I can put her in her crib, and she'll kind of just play in there and then eventually lay down. But I, I, I laugh at myself because I'm like, really, oh, did you really think every single day is going to go, like, perfectly yeah, planned? Yeah, yeah, like, no. like, like, you don't think she has her own mindset, right. like, what she wants? And, like, she's aware that you're trying to get her to, like, go down and, like, <laughs> yeah. no, mama, like, I want to play, Right. You know? But I think it's good that you're realizing that so early in because I think for me Amy I struggled so hard you know as you know I'm in postpartum depression but I think I I struggled so hard mentally because I didn't know how to let go of Mm. so much of that oh but it's gonna be this oh and it's gonna be that what would be like I guess you know just your own perspective and like your own sharing and you know maybe tip 
for moms, if there are moms to be there listening, how did you find that grace and that way to let go to be able to be like, okay, you know what? It's just not going to be what it's going to be. Yeah. I would say, again, it goes back to that partner because ultimately they're a mirror for you. Mm-hmm. And Drew, he saw what was happening inside of me. I read a book because I'm a voracious reader. Mm-hmm. I read everything. And I got this idea in my head that it has to be this way. And I came home and I was like, oh my gosh, we need to have her on a schedule. What are we doing? And I got like a whiteboard out. And I was like, from this <laughs> Just had the whiteboard out. upstairs in our room. Yes, and it works for some things. But Drew was like, holy cow, you are a crazy person right now. And I felt really tense inside. So when I noticed that and I'm aware of like what's going on inside of me, I was like, this doesn't feel right. Why am I... Why? If I'm if I'm contracting, that's not how I want to be as a mom. Right. I want to be expansive and going with the flow and just so feeling true. calm. Yeah. So when I noticed that my body was doing that and it was just causing me to be like, just not fun. I was like, I got to let go of this. I have to. So I think it's just being aware of what it does to you internally and being a monitor of what's going on in your mind and how it's making you feel. If you're not feeling free and the flow of love is not just moving through you, then it's probably not right. Right. So it's about trusting your instincts too and not listening to someone in a book that's telling you it's got to be this way because it's not one size fits all. No, and we not know at all. that. Right. So it's taking what resonates and what works and getting rid of the rest. Okay. So I love that you said you actually like felt it internally, like yeah. the actual like contracting and like the stress. So is that what how you kind of checked in with yourself of like, wow, my body's actually feeling this tightness. Yeah. And yeah. that was kind of the first sign for you of like, this may not be working kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, absolutely. That's always, I think, the first indicator too is what's showing up in our bodies mm-hmm. because our thoughts have a mind of their own sometimes. Oh, of course. So yeah. and we have to keep, and manifest. Yeah. And, yeah. So it's, it's important to keep an eye on that and to understand where your mind just tends to take you and mm-hmm. then seeing how it feels. Right. I think feeling is huge. Oh, it's huge, especially the mom. And well, we disregard I, that so often. All the time, yeah. Well, because we're like, oh, we're crazy. It's just full of, I do it all the time to myself. I mean, it goes back to when I was pregnant, everyone was telling me I was having a boy. So I was convinced I was having oh, a boy. Oh, that's so funny. We didn't find out her gender. Yeah, you, I was going to say, you guys didn't find out. No. Which, by the way, kudos to you on that because <laughs> Justin and I were like, I was telling him that and I was like, I don't know how she freaking does, especially with your first because... Like, I had to have, you know, I, I mean, I didn't have everything planned, but I had to have most things yeah. planned and, like, know the nursery was almost done. Like, all these things. Like, I, I'm going to give you so much credit, but, like, I couldn't do it. Like, I think it's great that you can have that, you know, surprise feeling, but I told us, and I was like, there's no way. Like, there's just no way. And he was like, yeah, no, I want to know too. And then yeah. it was funny. We thought about with her now, you know, a second one, we were like, oh, maybe we'll be surprised. And then, like, we both started getting curious, and I was having all these dreams back and forth about boy and girl, and I, we were just like, no, we're going to do a gender reveal. <laughs> like, I was like, you know, so yeah. I give you guys so much credit for being, like, did it trip you out? Yeah, it did. Okay. And it was... It was it was just a fun thing to hold out for, though. Yeah, sure. And we were both on the same page about that. So neither of us wanted to peek. And okay. We had no temptation in that wow. sense. But I will say I didn't trust my own instinct because I had two dreams that I was having a girl. Oh. But everybody was telling me I was having a boy. So I was like, well, they must know. Right, yeah, because they were looking at me. And yeah. They, yeah, yeah, They've yeah. had babies, and they mm-hmm. know how this looks. And, mm-hmm. and carrying is so – it's all these old wives' tales. Of course, about yeah. Like, oh. And everyone's different. Like, everyone's body. Yeah. Like, you're, like, you're very petite, so it shows differently on you. It's like, right. same with me. It's like everyone's like – Oh, well, you're only carrying in front, so, but for this one, like, you're also thinking carrying a boy and then, you know, into being another girl. And I was torn in my head, too. It's funny you say that. Like, I was having, first having thoughts it was a girl, and then I started having these dreams that were, like, messing from my thoughts that it was a boy. And I yeah. was, like, seeing explosions of blue, and I was like, oh, maybe it's not. And then Justin was the one who was like, no, it's definitely another girl. And so when it popped and it was pink again, I was, I was actually actually shocked. Yeah. Because people have been around me, like you said, saying right. things to me, and I'm like, oh, well, they know my body, and they, again, too, like they, you know, they've been pregnant, and they're looking at me from the pregnancy with Amelia. Yeah, they're seeing a difference, but it's like it's not always true. Like your no. body carries 
completely different. I mean, even with this for pregnancy, you. for you, like for me, right. it's like, and you're I'm, having two girls, but right. they're showing up differently. Completely. Like, I was show. telling it's... you when you came, my pelvic pain is so bad. Mm-hmm. And I never had that with Amelia. Like yeah. maybe the last week before she came, but like, I'm, you know, just like 29 and a half weeks and I'm already like, I'm wearing like straight up wearing my like belly banded, like beast yeah, sling right now. So like, give me a relief. little like relief. And it's like, Oh my god, I ain't having that, but it's like okay, second time the body kind of remembers. Yeah, like baby girl might be like moving, you know, down more. Like there's just so yeah. many things that like change with your body, and right. I think it's so funny when people just are like, "No, I know for sure," and it's like, but you really don't like you said, with like myths because sure. nobody knows for sure, yeah. and like everyone's body it's shows up differently. <laughs> yeah. So when people were telling you you were having a boy, like how are you, like how are you processing it and and feeling, and then actually giving birth to a girl? Like I'm so curious, like what was that like? It was really interesting because I, yeah, I had it in my mind. Like we had our boy name, we oh, were ready to so go. Oh, that's so funny. I loved Ember. I was, I felt I so that strongly. Name, by Thank the way. you. I love it. Drew came up with it. It was our number one Oh my one God, that's so cool. He came up from with it. day one. Kudos to Drew. Yeah, it was literally because we had a little baby book through my pregnancy and every week it was like baby names and Ember. It was just Ember, Ember, Ember. It was, it was the name. So I was like, I don't think we're going to get to use our girl name. And I was kind of sad about it because I love our boy name, but it would have been a tougher sell. Mm, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Okay. It was a little slightly... Slightly weirder. So, like, my Midwest family might have been like, what? Yeah. What are you naming? Oh, please. I'm not going to say it because we there's a yeah. chance we could still use it. Yeah, and, say it. Like, don't share. I'm not like, going to share it. And but it's funny. The unique names. I yes. know people will be like, oh, like, wait, what is the name? Right. Even, even with this baby, I told you, I really, we have no clue. Because with Amelia, even though people were telling me she could have been a boy, I knew deep down in my heart she was a girl. And, I, and you and I both spiritually connect like this. But, like, yeah. my grandmother, you know, has been passed, you know, for seven yeah. years. And I just, like knew my grandmother would send down a girl first. Like, we'd always talked about it, you know, in physical, you know, real world when she was here that, like, you know, you're going to have a girl and we're going to, you know, and, of course, back then I thought we were going to play with her and, you know, you're going to help with her room and she's going to wear this and all these things. So I knew, I was like, there's no way, at least for my first baby, that she's not going to be a girl. Justin was convinced she was going to be a boy. Like, he was just like, no, it's a boy. It's my son. Every day it's my son. And I was like, honey, I'm telling you. I'm like, I'm not trying to, like, burst your bubble, but I'm telling you, this is a girl. And I was getting dreams like you were. Yeah. Like, I was seeing dreams. My mom had a dream also. She was, like, in the nursery with pink blanket. So, like, and all these visions. So I was like, okay, like, it definitely a girl, definitely a girl. So for us, it was like, I knew she's be named after my grandmother, Amelia. Like, even before the gender reveal, I said, Justin, I'm like, when it pops pink, like, we're, we're going to definitely make sure it's Amelia. And he was like, okay sure whatever you say because he didn't believe it and then his face when it was Amelia's gender reveal was the best like people could search it but like it was like I mean mouth dropped to the floor I like grabbed him and kissed him to like for the picture's sake and not have his mouth like wide open like oh my god you know like you know Justin has no filter so I was yeah. like oh my god and he was like he was like I, I was shocked yeah and I was like see I was not whereas this baby girl I was I was kind of surprised like oh we're gonna have another girl I'm very excited and feel very honored to be raising girls especially yeah. this time yeah but I was just like wow I was surprised and yeah. so I like I can't even imagine because that's just from like me thinking that in the beginning of the first trimester to you know 20 you know 20 weeks in for gender reveal yeah you're going through your whole pregnancy <laughs> yeah thinking this baby yeah. and then you give birth and it's like ah psych yeah exactly <laughs> like the moment she came out drew our doctor said handed her to drew and said daddy tell us what we have and he was like it's a girl and i was like really <laughs> i could not believe i'm like let me see. i need to see yeah, her of course. oh my yeah. god it's, right, a like girl? it's a girl yeah i was truly surprised Aww, so surprised. it was such a beautiful moment yeah and i have a daughter right like, i didn't that letting hearing that out yes. loud is just right. crazy like, wait that's that's really happening 
now it makes perfect sense. Of course we have a daughter. Right. It, it totally. feels so right. And oh, it does. Whenever I see you guys, it's like it totally fits. And like, isn't that funny? But yeah. that's so crazy. And like, so I'm curious. And like more of, I guess, maybe the spiritual side and like mental side and all that. Because I know you and I are very aligned like that. Like for me, I think why I need to, to know the gender. For me, it was like I needed to be able to like really feel like I could have that connection. Mm-hmm. And know who I was talking to. And, and obviously, I don't know them exactly. But try to feel like I know them and really connect with them. Yeah. Did you struggle with that at all in your pregnancy? No, I felt super connected to whomever yes. that being mm-hmm. was, just the being right. inside of totally. me. And it didn't matter to me, their gender. I just Good wanted a healthy baby coming that's out great. and that's all that mattered. But yeah, I I, I loved being pregnant. It was, it's so fun, isn't it? I mean, I'm not gonna lie right now. I'm yeah, like, you're I'm done. feeling it. I'm like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm done. I was with my husband and I'm like, I'm like, babe, I'm like, I feel like this now. I'm like, what am I gonna feel like in five more weeks? He's like, I don't know. Like, yeah. he's so done now too, because I'm like, every day I'm like, and it's obviously hard too with a toddler. Like yeah, it's not just it's Your not energy. just us worrying about us. It's her yeah. and she's everything. And it's like, you know, you I mean you walked into my house, the house is like a bomb blow up, toys are everywhere. <laughs> and I'm like, I just can't be bothered. Like there's just so much that has to be done and I have to pick and choose my battles. Right. And I have to let Amelia still play and be her. Right. And so I'm just like, you know what? I even told him the other day, I'm like, I'm really sorry, babe. I'm like, but I, like unless you know, like you help the cleanup process more, which like no pressure, but like I, I then it's I can't. not gonna be clean. Not gonna be clean. You just have to yeah, accept that, it. Yeah, it's just a period of time right now. Right, exactly, that's and that's like. and and exactly, and I think that's great. You said that because it's again that grace mm-hmm. and going back to being like this is just a period of time. This is just right now, and yeah, just letting it play out. It's just right. Now. And I've had to let go and do that because before I was beating myself up earlier in the second trimester where I had more energy and I was trying to clean like crazy and pick things up. And I was like, I'm exhausting myself. And now I just yeah. don't have the energy. Yeah. Like and it's you just, just, you're right. Pick your battles. What, right. what matters most. And yeah. I think a happy, healthy toddler and a yes. happy, healthy mommy are the most important things. Exactly. The cleaning can wait. Right. The cleaning can wait. Right. The toys, the cleaning can, can wait. wait. Yeah. You know, but it's like, but it's, it's, it's so crazy to me because I, I just feel like this pregnancy feels so much harder and I don't know if it's because I have a toddler mm-hmm. or because my body is just different with this pregnancy or if it's a combination. It, it could but be both, yeah. yeah just, I can't imagine wild. It really chasing is. around after another human that needs so much of your attention and energy because the first one, it's all you. Oh, it's all you. on you. I, you yes. can do yoga, you can do acupuncture, right. you can just chill the F out right. 24-7. Exactly. I said that to my friend the other day. I was like, wow, I have no idea how spoiled I was living my best life. Like sitting in the tub yeah. with my ice cream that I shouldn't have been eating. You know, <laughs> just like straight up like living life. And now I'm like... My, last night I was in the tub with Amelia. Like, you know what I mean? Know, like, yeah. I literally, yeah. I'm like, she wouldn't stop playing. I was exhausted. Justin had called me and told me I had a late night at work, and I was just like, I'm going to lose my mind. Amelia, when I go take a bath, and she, thank, like, thank God, she loves bath time, and I was like, great. And we went and got in the bath, and I waited till Justin got home. We just sat in there, and I just, uh, like, let myself chill, but, like, let her play yeah. at the same time, and I was just like, that's it. Mom was tapped out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. I just, I can't. I surrender. Yeah. You know? like, yes. My word of the year has been accept. So accept. just accept where you're at right now and everything changes. Yes. The good and the bad. This too shall pass. So just enjoy the flow of it. Because it's so true. It's fine. It's right. not the biggest deal in the world if you didn't tidy up your house today. Right. Like, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I appreciate that. That, that grace. It's, it's not. True. Yeah. It's not. Well, and I was going to say, so like, you know, Ember's obviously a little bit younger, but like, do you not necessarily have a fuller team, but do you have like a way that you feel like you're working through things and have a way that you have your home set up that it is making it a little bit easier for you to be able, because obviously you are, you know, a working mama and entrepreneur and working from home because yeah. you're freelance and all of that, like myself, mm-hmm. have you kind of 
establish some kind of system for yourself as a mom. Yes. And a lot of that, again, goes back to Drew. I have my partner that is so helpful and we take turns. Mm -hmm. So I have a couple hours a day where he will let me just go down. We have an office that's separate from our house. It's in the back. Oh, cool. So it's a separate space, which is great. So yes. you can kind of get, really get away, away. but uh -huh. still be there. So mm -hmm. if crisis mode happens, or which it usually doesn't, I can step back up. Or if right. she needs to feed all of a sudden, I right. can go right up there. Um, but he is very good about giving me that time. If he's not home, I baby wear. And baby wearing has yeah. been the most amazing thing because I can let her nap on me and she'll nap way longer than if I try to put her in the crib right that's something we're starting to work on in transition uh -huh. because course. I'd like a little more freedom but right. I'm not gonna it's the force that feeling yeah yeah and she's seven months now so she may be ready and if she's not we're gonna continue on this way and we'll right. try again when I feel like she is ready so right. Yeah, you know, follow her cues and see yeah, how you're feeling and she's feeling. Exactly. So that's the kind of mom that I've realized that I am. I'm not going to force her to do anything that I don't feel like she's ready for. But I surrender to that and I find ways to make it work. I'll sit on my exercise ball in the office and bounce and edit while she's sleeping. That's already. amazing. Oh my God, you have to do a video of that. So that's I'm, yeah, awesome. I, I do little Instagram <laughs> stories of that. And even yesterday she was napping on me and I was like, well, I got to do my makeup. I have to go to an audition. So I sat and bounced her and did my makeup while Good she was sleeping you. on wow, me. Wow, makeup. Did you make me makeup? <laughs> <laughs> it was difficult, but I made it work you somehow. It work, yeah. yeah, good for you. Yeah, so you just kind of got to adjust and find your hours here and there. And again, like I don't spend as much time as I would like, but I take the time that I have and I concentrate fully. Yes. Whereas before, you know, you kind of are like your attention's a little divided. I'll check my phone. I'll do this. I don't even take my phone with me anymore because mm. it's such a distraction. Okay. I, if I have time to focus, I got to focus. This is my work time and that's what I'm here to do. I'll crank out an edit and I'll okay. get it cut out and that's you know I try to work on the project at hand so good for you and I love that you said that too about time because I would laugh at myself now when I look at how much I get done in like 30 minutes 20 minutes yeah. an hour whereas like I'm like before I had Amelia I'm like I like I would have eight hours in a day to do something and I do it like the last hour yeah or I get a little bit done in the morning and then finish it later and I'm like what the hell was I doing I know. and now I'm like wow I'm so productive yeah <laughs> I know isn't it crazy because I think you're just so much more aware of it too. Yeah, and totally. when you want to be with your daughter, you want to be with your daughter. Right. You don't want to be splitting your focus. Yeah. So, and that's how it is for me. I'd like to at least spend the time doing what I'm doing and then get rid of everything else and right. just be here in right. this moment. And so, be present. Yeah. Well, and I love that you brought that up. So, and you're really, I think you're really good about that. Like even from showing on social to me knowing you obviously in real life and all that, but like you're really good about checking in and being present and making yourself, you know, really be in the moment. That's something I'm, I'm truly been working through and working on for the last couple of years for myself and I'm getting better finding my ways and still really working on it. But how do you feel like you stay, you allow yourself to stay so present and get into that moment, whether it be with Drew or with Ember or with both of the family, like whatever it is. Yeah. I think a lot of it is eliminating distractions. And as much as, you know, I feel the need to be on social media and checking in, it can sort of become obsession and I'll find myself thinking about like, yeah. what am I going to write in this post? Like, <laughs> yep. and I'll What's notice. this caption going right. to be? Right. I yeah. notice my brain going there and I have to just constantly bring it back. I, you have to just, when it happens, don't beat yourself up about it, but go, oh, it, that's weird. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm somewhere else. Right. I'm time traveling in my mind. Yeah. And I, Drew and I kind of check each other too. Cause like, I'll see him glaze over and I'm like, where are you right now? He's like, I wasn't right here. <laughs> and it's true. We like gently nudge each other. I love it. So it's all just about, and we have like dinner rituals now that Ember is kind of baby led weaning. We put her at the table and mm -hmm. we let her like have her little thing. And Drew and I have a discussion. We do this thing called, I learned it in a podcast. Tell me, tell me. Called, um, 
It's rose, bud, and thorn. So you talk about what was a rose today. So what okay. was like a highlight of your day? Mm -hmm. What was a thorn? What was something that was like maybe kind of hard to get through or didn't go so well? And then what's the bud? What are you looking forward to tomorrow? Oh, so it's just a good like conversation like starter. Whereas, you know, we could just sit there and like gripe about of course. stuff. But yeah. it, it makes you focus on something positive, something a little frustrating, and then something you're looking forward to. And it's something I want to include her in when she can talk. Right, yeah, totally. <laughs> when she can get the word yeah. out. Yeah, I love it. But it's just nice to have that quality time. So we make dinner time is like 30 minutes we're sitting here together mm -hmm. no phones they have to go away right so it's just all about like consciously bringing bringing yourself back over and over again it's like meditating yes it's all a practice right and we all you know you struggle with yes, it there, there are sure. days when you're really like oh i'm here yes and days when your mind just won't shut up right so so it's it is what it is and you just got to constantly remind yourself to be here be right here right I'm no, a planner I, and I yeah. like to be in the future and I know well, that say you are a planner that's why I'm asking you yeah because I've, I've seen that from you even back in the day when we were on Hollywood today yeah. live together and when I was styling you for like your red carpet events yes. like like you were very planned it was yeah. like like you know you're one of my few clients who kind of like come to me and be like okay these are the dresses I have in mind yeah these are the colors I know and textures. exactly, like, what, I I know exactly what I want but I'm like in this realm mm -hmm. trying to decide between this and then if once I do that then I'll know which accessories which like yeah. you are one of those few kind of gem beautiful clients oh, that like you. you know like has that because most people are just like oh I'm going to this red carpet and make me look fabulous and it's like all right cool do we know what color we want do we know what style should I give you a Pinterest board like I guess I'll just roll up with a hundred dresses you yeah know? and you know that I've done that several yeah. times so it's like that's why I was curious for you being a planner mm -hmm. I find it very cool and very interesting that you are able to get so present and that's why I wanted you to share kind of like what helps you do yeah that. and I would just also I still do have very strong opinions but I just try not to second guess them mm -hmm. I go with what my first instinct is and like I have an idea and I'm like I'm gonna see this through I like this idea great right and then you go toward that and then stop don't let the chatter come in that talks you out of it the yes. doubt that likes to creep in is like well maybe not da, da, da. no I'm I'm a hundred percent on this be done with it. Right. Move on right. to the next thing. So and try not to dwell on things. That's a really good point. And do you feel like also like with motherhood, like, cause I feel like, you know, between like just with Amelia and now being like pregnant and everything else, like there's so much second guessing and I have so much of that come up and I have to constantly check in with myself mm -hmm. and be like, but what does my intuition say? What's yeah. the right thing to do? Do you feel like you have that with Ember a lot? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I'd say I'm in a mom group, which has been incredible. Mm -hmm. And it's a good resource. It's a good bouncing board and a good reminder that when I'm doubting myself, they all just remind me, like, you know best, mama. You right. know best. You know your baby. Yeah. That's what I tell people all the time. Like, when they reach out to me, you know, on social, like, I'm so grateful that I've fallen into such an incredible community. Isn't it crazy how, what a community is on, what, on it, social media with moms? Yeah. It's such a different vibe than, like, any other tribe you could be I a part know. of. I know. It's such a sisterhood. It is. It's, it's, it's so beautiful. It's such an honor to be a part of it. It is. And it's like, and people will message me like crazy because, you know, like whatever, you know, quote, quote unquote, known as a mommy influencer, hate that word. But like, you know, people will say that to me and they're like, oh, I want your opinion. I'm like, listen, this is straight up my opinion. This is what worked for myself and my family. Yeah. Feel free to try it. Like, here's the products. Here's what I did. But like, by all means, if it doesn't work for you, yeah. don't make yourself crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone is different. And every baby is different. Every mom is different. Yeah. And I tell that same thing to moms. I'm like, listen, like, I'm still new to this, but I'll tell you being almost two years out, like, you know best. Period. Yeah. I don't care what any expert, doctor, pediatrician, best friend, parent, like you know best. You can yeah. listen to advice. You can get different things. You can get facts. But at the end of the day, you have to go back to you and your internal yeah. and be like, what do I feel for myself and baby? That's it. Yeah. And again, it's a body check. Like yes. if you're constricting over an idea, it's probably not the best idea. Mm -hmm. So 
I think it's about getting in touch with your intuition too, because a lot of people second guess that. So true. So it's really knowing what's really what your body's telling you. Right. Like what is your actual intuition versus what's the noise that yes, outside? Yes. And it's mm-hmm. hard to distinguish those two sometimes. So I'd say I know this sounds crazy to tell moms to find time to meditate, but it's, oh no, it's I'm as raising my hand. Five minutes. Yes, it doesn't I... need to be this long drawn out mm-hmm. thing. Sitting, concentrating on your breath. All the babies in the first five minutes of their nap, because you know they're not going to wake up then. <laughs> they're in that deep sleep. Just take a breath. Let it out. Try to like notice your thoughts and let them go. And that's it. That's all meditating is. Right. It's like giving yourself... That's when you get really clear about what's going on. Well, that's when you connect you. with you and yeah. spirit and everything else that you believe. I think that's really important. I do too. And I know that might sound crazy and moms will be like, I don't have time for that. You should make the time. Mm-hmm. Find the time. If Even if it's in the bath. Right. That's my favorite place to meditate. Same. You I'm can with really you. feel your you can, breath. It's true. You can feel your breath. You Expansion. can feel your body. You're like really Relaxed. in it and you feel it. I agree with you. And I'll tell you what, meditation has been a game changer for yeah. me. Like straight up from pregnancy to giving birth to Amelia to then when I was going through postpartum depression, those were like the biggest things that helped me go through. Like meditation, either whether it be guided or by myself, having that five, 10 minutes now, sometimes I try to give myself 15 minutes. Yeah. Like just allowing, like you said, to feel that breath, to allow yourself to reset. Because I've noticed even when, like yesterday, perfect example, Amelia was just having one of those days being a toddler. You know, she was having a little bit of tantrum. She was not feeling like wanting to play. I was trying to give her all these different activities to do, and she was just like wanting to hang on me. I'm like literally sitting on the ground crying because my hips hurt so bad. And I'm like trying to hold her, but I can't because I'm in pain. And I'm like, and I had to like literally just sit there while she's like pulling on me and just shut my eyes and go, okay, deep breaths. Mm-hmm. okay okay you're you're okay this is gonna pass yeah you know and, and I had to really like talk myself down for a minute and she was still on top of me and still you know not the most conducive place to like take a breath into your eyes but sometimes that's what you have to do and I think when you take that breath like you said you feel your body and you do feel a reset yeah well I think that's a huge testament to being present and in the moment and accepting oh, thank it you. because you're accepting it the less you resist the easier it is to just move through you. When right. you're resisting, it's when your mind is like, this shouldn't be this way, it shouldn't be this way, and you only get more amped up. And you're like, this is just where I'm at. Yeah. I'm right. It is this what is, it is. This is my shit show. <laughs> I'm going to breathe into this. Right. And it was easier for you to just surrender to that. Right. I think that's just huge. That's such a powerful example of presence and right. being right there versus trying to get out of it in your head because there is no getting out of it in that moment. No. It, it is, it it is what it is. Yeah. So it's totally. completely surrendering. And then you probably had a shift inside of you. I did. It took a, a few, moment. Yes, yeah. it, took, it took a few minutes, but then all of a sudden even she, I noticed, the oh, calm down, yeah. which is like they do say happens. Right. And all of a sudden I felt more calm and the baby also was like not kicking as furiously and all the things. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, okay, you know what? We're going to change rooms. We're just going to switch up what we're doing. You know, and there it was you like, go. you know, it came and, from and a clearer yeah, head. Yeah, it came from a clearer head. And I think for me, it was like, I, I knew I should have done that, but because I was in pain and everything else, I didn't want to move. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, okay, I re- do I really want to like move right now? But that made the most sense. And once I did and we went upstairs, it was like a whole new Amelia, you know? And then she obviously felt the shift and then I felt better and it was like, okay, okay, okay we can breathe again, <laughs> yeah. you know? But it's true and it and it, it, it is hard and I appreciate you sharing that because I think a lot of moms shame themselves and mm-hmm. feel guilty that they can't get into that space. And it's right. like sometimes you have to do other things to get there. It doesn't yeah. just happen. Right, right, right. Or you got to just work with what you got. That if too. you have a kid yes. melting down, then just yep. take a couple moments to just breathe into it. Just right. find the, <laughs> This is what's happening. Yep, 30 seconds. This is what I got. 30 right. seconds of meditation. And it's just calming your brain and, mm-hmm. and not getting angry because it can be really hard in those yes. moments. 
yeah to want like what is what just do what I need you to do yes, it's please. so that's frustrating how I felt yesterday. that's how I felt and uh-huh. I'll be you know we're trying to work on these solid times and yes. getting her more and I mean she is in a very good rhythm mm-hmm. but trying to honor that and okay this is the time so I'll start bouncing her and sometimes the bouncing takes a little longer and, yeah. and instead of me getting frustrated and thinking it shouldn't be this way I just try to like this is where I am right now. Right. I'm just going to at least try to enjoy this moment. Yes. Yeah. She is only little one. Of course, yeah. And, I'm in it flies. And, and I mean, I she's know. seven months. Amelia's three, two next month. I know. Like, it's insane. It's insane. So this bouncing is not going to last forever. Mm-hmm. So I might as well smell her little head. Yeah. And <laughs> surrender to it. And, yeah. And she calms down and I calm. And then it's done. Right. And then you're on to the next thing. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, everything has a is an expiration, you know. Yeah, totally. It does get better. Right. Well, I love what you said that. And I was going to say, so for you, you know, like from the beginning of when she was a newborn to now being seven months, how has it felt for you? And how has it, like, you know, the transition, how you just said, like, it's not, it's not permanent and, like, you do get through, like, where did you feel like, you know, for you personally, you really struggled, if you did, when, you know, you first became a mom? Like, what, was there a certain spot, you know, like in the months or time you remember that you were just like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do that? Like any kind of real vulnerable, yeah, you know. Yeah. I would say the biggest struggle was probably before she came because mm. I was dealing with my family mm. and their expectations. Oh, yes. So much fun. And boundary setting and what I wanted. And I, Stacy, my doula and your current doula, modern doula LA, she gave me a great book called The First 40 Days. And I loved that book because it's all about how other communities around the world um, really kind of um, support the new mom mm. and people will come and cook for you. You don't get out of bed. You are just with wow. the baby. Yes, and please. That, <laughs> I know, right? Doesn't that sound like a dream? Yeah. <laughs> because you're healing from right. a very up. traumatic oh, event. I always tell people your body basically, no matter how we give birth, your body basically goes through a car wreck and yeah. then somehow survives. And then and you're supposed like, as a mom just like entertain, entertain and thrive yeah. and just be like, hey, I'm here. Meanwhile, like everything's a freaking wreck. Yes. And you got a brand newborn who you're trying to figure out how to survive yes and and get to know so I think it's such a precious period and I love that book because it just gave you permission to like no you don't have to have anybody over Mm. if you don't want to and I was like yeah more of this so (laughs) I had to get Drew involved on board with that because his mom wanted to come and stay with us and I was like but when people stay with you they're in your space yeah I'm taking care of them. Whether or not they think they're helping or not, I still feel like I have to entertain and I've got to do this and I've got to clean the house and I've got to... Then I also have opinions Mm -hmm. on how I should be doing things. And when you're first learning a baby and you're a new mom, I just didn't want anybody else's opinion. Oh, I don't blame you. (laughs) I'll ask you if I want. (laughs) Right, yeah. I'll hit you up if I need it. Yes, but I don't know yet. I don't know how to ask for help because I don't know what help I need. Mm, So it was really... I love that. Really getting people on board with that and being like, really? You don't want anyone coming over? I'm like, no. Right. And I had select... We had a meal train and people would drop off food and I would have like a quick maybe 30, 40 minute visit with people. And they were very respectful of that. And I'd literally be wearing my nursing bra. Whatever works. And that's totally. it. And I was yeah. like, I'm not getting together for right. you. Yeah. And I feel like when people come and want to visit the baby, you feel like you have to present yourself. Of course a you do. Bit. Yeah. You're like, how do I get a little bit cute even though I'm a hot mess? Yes. 
to me, just I was still in diapers for like, like, you know, weeks. And it Same. was like, yeah, you know, and I'm just like, okay, baby's diapers. I'm in diapers. And Hunter like puts something on other yeah. than a robe yeah. and like looks somewhat presentable. And I'm like, I'm, I'm but a why? train wreck. So I just didn't do that. I you. just really had, I did a lot of cooking before she was born. So I had broths. I had all kinds of things ready so that Drew could make easy meals for me, very healing foods. And I could literally just chill out. And I stayed, we have one of those beds that like goes up and down. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. I freaking love that bed. <laughs> It's the best investment we ever made. So I stayed in there and I nursed her. We slept. I took naps. I watched TV. I just had my little cocoon. And I felt like I came out of that just like and emerged like a butterfly like Good six weeks you. later. Then my mom came. Then his family came. And I could actually be social. Right. You could actually be Amy. to be yeah, social. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you're going to come visit, I want to I wanna hang. Yeah. I don't want to feel like, you know. Right. Like, and also just like, I just... It's a, there is no perfect guest. If somebody was really right. going to come over and clean right. my house and do what exactly what I needed you to do, <laughs> awesome. But it's just not realistic. Yeah, totally. So I think the hard, the struggle I had was pre-birth because wow. I set myself up and I was very firm about that. And afterwards, it was really smooth sailing because I had Drew around and he was, again, the, the most supportive, incredible partner. And when she was first born, like those nights were really tricky, but he would bounce her for like four hours and nap with her on his chest yes. and I would go get a head start. Totally. So I got sleep by myself, then he'd bring her into mm-hmm. me, I would nurse her. So yeah. we had a really good rhythm. Yeah, rhythm. Mm-hmm. And I will say that we bed shared from the beginning and I felt really bad about it. Like I was doing something wrong. Right. I went to a Leche group and I found out that it's very normal and you can oh, do there's it many who do really, it, yeah. really safely. Yep. And they helped me just get my mind around the fact right. that I'm not hurting my child. Right. And it gave me some tips on how to improve that. So, you know, there's always these great resources out there. And I would say community is amazing. So going to those meetings, being around other moms, hearing from other people in a non-judgmental environment mm. really helped me through those tricky periods where I did feel like I was like, screwing her up from yeah, the beginning. Of course. So I was like, oh my God, I'm right, just right, sleeping right. on my chest. Yeah, this right. But that's the only way I was getting her to sleep. So right. you got to do what you got to do to survive. Gotta, and sleep is so important that so I was not about important. to like make that a battlefield at such an early age. So. Right. Well, and I love that you said, going back to like you saying that like you gave permission to yourself to create boundaries yeah. and to really know what you wanted. Because I think that's where I really struggled was I should have done that you know, with my first birth with Amelia, but I was so afraid to hurt my family's feelings and, you know, things of that nature and to draw those boundaries, Mm -hmm. but I just didn't. And I really do believe they didn't mean anything by it. They all meant good. Of and they course. All meant, no, they my mother-in-law meant right. so well. Yeah, like my own mom and dad wanted to be around and help yeah. and just, you know, meet her and be around. But I didn't realize, even though I'm coming out, you know, like a week before she was born, put so much stress on me of yep. like ticking time bomb. Where is she? Losing uh-huh. my mind here. You know, walking around, like looking at me like, okay, like when are you going to pop? Like you're huge, you know, and you're just like, I don't know, I don't know what's going on. You yeah. know, and you're like in your head. Yeah. And it was just like from that on, to then them like being around so much and everything else, I didn't realize that like for me, it just didn't work for me. And I think because of my postpartum depression, all the things I was going through that I didn't really know I was going through because I was a brand new mom, Yeah, it all added in and it just became so much mm-hmm. and a mountain I couldn't get over. I really struggled. And so I said to Justin, you know, this next time around, you know, is this baby girl. I'm like, I already told my parents, I'm like, listen, you can come out and meet her. Like, of course, when she's born in the hospital, but then go home, and then when I want you to come out yeah. to help, and I like want you to be here, which right. I'm sure I will. Right, of course, I will call you and be like, 
Yeah. Okay, now come. Yeah. Know? Where it's interesting, whereas Justin's parents, you know, and I think it's just like that, you know, every, like, everyone's different in their nature. His mom is just so, she's just non-judgmental. She's very much like, how do I help? She literally does mean that you don't feel her I mean she's around but you don't feel her around so I said just a dream guest yes right exactly so (laughs) I said Justin I'm like I I may want that for after I'm here because I will need help regardless with a toddler and a a newborn like straight up very different scenario completely different scenario but at the same time like I you know I just feel like she might be more of that better tailored in the beginning Mm -hmm. especially because you know, I'd never know what I could go through. I, I'm not putting myself in that fear, but I'm just being realistic that I already went through postpartum depression. Yeah. So there is the chances I know. So it's like, okay, how do I set myself up for success? Right. But I love that you spoke so heavily on boundaries because I think so many moms struggle with that yeah. from the beginning yeah. to obviously just going through motherhood. And it's like, boundaries are so necessary with people. They and are. I've been learning this whole past two years of how to draw them with everyone. And it's like, it's so hard and it's so uncomfortable, but then once you do it, yeah, it feels so much better. It really does. And it's not about, I'm not here to hurt feelings and that's no, not what this course. is about. Right. But this is our family. This is my family. This is my daughter, my husband. I wanted to create this little safe bubble for us to bond and for us to really set ourselves up and to really get to know each other as this mm-hmm. new threesome without all these distractions and other voices coming into the choir right away. So it did hurt my mother-in-law's feelings, and it was really hard yeah. because boundaries are not easy. No, my husband was really struggling with that too, and I was like, guys, this is not me like yes. being an adversary. Uh, yeah. I'm not kind of being a bitch here who's just like, I'm yo, really I'm not. not. Yeah. And right. I love her dearly, dearly, and I think. Second time around, yes, please play with the toddler. Totally, yeah. While please I, get all into it. Yeah, yeah but when yeah. you're nursing, yeah. like there really is nothing you can do. No, you're I'm, just sitting there with the baby in the room, and that's it. Twenty four seven. So come five weeks later, when you can literally hold her, I can go take a walk. Like yes. that is helpful to me. Yes, that gives me a little bit of a break. But right. at the beginning, it's really you can't really get a break. No, you can hold her for a couple minutes, minutes at a time. Like, you know, maybe try to take a shower for yeah. five seconds. Right. Right. So it just and my mom did come. My mm-hmm. mom just visited right around my due date and it was a huge stressor huge stressor because I did not invite her Mm -hmm. I love you mommy but I didn't and it was right around the 4th of July because I was due on the 5th I remember that yeah Yeah. and she stayed with my sister she's like I'm just here for the 4th of July I was like you're like no you're not you're around to see what's going on with my my birth and so my mother-in-law was like well why can't I be there and I was like I don't need everybody just hanging out right that's how I felt well that's how I felt it was like it was you know Easter time and my parents came out and you know like they came from the east coast so they wanted to drive so I get it you know they took a week to drive but I thought that they would take longer because I was like, listen, my midwife's saying like, it's not looking like it could be potentially at around due date. She could be like technically, which is, you just as, don't know. It's a guest date. Yeah. As, as you know, our right. jewel has told us, you know, and so it's like, it's not that exact date and don't be married yeah. to it. And that was a whole thing. And it was just like, they hear and, and it's like, well, you know, we're going to eat and it's like, everyone's like, you know, staring at me and like, you know, it's like, oh wow, look like you're going to pop. And you're like, Oh my gosh, I already know I'm like I'm gonna pop. I already am like in my own head yeah. about all of this. When is it gonna happen? When is it gonna happen? Fear of it yes. happening. Like right. and there's so much going in on. all that pressure. noise and yeah. pressure and you're like, oh my god. And I said to Justin, like that's you know, I think that's why I took Castro with me because I, I did too. Did you really? <laughs> I, I didn't know that we would share that. I 
I couldn't deal anymore. I looked at Justin because we like got, you know, the K- KOG salad didn't work for me. Oh, me neither. Did, oh, oh my God. How mad did that make you? Because so many all. women take it. It was and really good. Labor. It was delicious. Well, they go into labor because they're already 40 weeks plus. Right. So they're their body ready. ready. They're ready. They're like, right. I'm going to do this as a last ditch ever. Right. And then they go into labor because they're ready to go into labor. Right. It's not right. the salad. Right. I said that about all the methods <laughs> we were trying. I was like, it's none of the methods. Right. It's the baby was ready. Right. And it might it's have true. nudged it in the right direction. Right. In the right direction. And, and it's like, and the spicy food, like everything. And I don't even like spicy. And I just, just give it to me. Like, we did all it all the in one day. Yeah, same. So do we. <laughs> I was like losing my mind. I was like, just bring it all on. Let's go. And I was like, and then I texted my midwife and I was like, hey, I've been told by some people castor oil might work. And she was like, I'm going to give you the benefits. And I'm going to give you, yeah. you know, the this and the that. Stacey did and, the same. Uh-huh. And I was just like, okay. And I was just like, you know what, Justin? I'm like, I am so done. Like, pour this shit in my yogurt. Like, let's go. And I mean, within like not even 10 hours, like my water broke. And so, Oh my gosh, it did work it for did you. It did work for me, yeah. I just threw it all up. Oh, really? <laughs> oh no. Terrible. That's horrible. Well, I don't, know what, I don't know what's worse. Probably better you threw it up because for me, it sat in my body and it actually made like pre-labor contractions for like a day and oh. that was painful oh no yeah and yeah. then it was like and then that continued into the actual labor so my midwife was like okay I think things are way more intense because of it it was just like and then I couldn't get out of it because oh, it's my, my system yeah it's too so late. it's probably better like even though it was horrible you threw it it's right better out. it came right out because yeah. it didn't for me it was like in the system and then next thing I knew like water broke you know it was like all these things and I was like oh my god it worked, you know, so it was like, you know, so it's like, you know, for those listening, like, you know, really, really think about yeah, taking castor oil. I mean, teach caution. yourself, but proceed with caution, for sure. My doctor, yeah, I, I was going to have to be induced, and mm-hmm. I was really scared of being induced. Of course. Because I wanted this whole natural experience. Mm-hmm. I did hypnobirthing, and yeah. I thought if I, I was induced, too. Mm-hmm. the minute that happened, I was going to be pumped with Pitocin. It was yeah. going to get too painful. I wasn't going to be able to follow along with my right. birth plan, right. in quotes, because in quotes. we all know, it's like, uh, you have an idea, but yes. you got to let it go. Uh-huh. So I ended up being induced very slowly oh. with a Foley balloon. It helped me to dilate. Okay. And then I, my water was broken manually. I never had Pitocin. Good I was able to you. labor. I did end up getting an epidural because it's just, they it's hard. It, I, it girl, hurts. <laughs> I give you major props for getting through it. it. It's it's so hard. Listen, I got an, ep- I got an epidural when I got to the hospital because I went to the birth center, you know, for 30 hours. Yeah. And it was just like after nothing was like really progressing, my midwife was like, all right, I know you don't want to hear this, but like, I think we need interventions. Like, she's okay. And like, you're okay. And I'm monitoring you. But like, I'm not feeling good that things aren't happening. Yeah. So I went to the hospital, you know, get there. And they're like, hey, it's not an emergency. Like, the backup doctor there was like, it's not an emergency. Like, you're fine. What do you want to do? And I was like, I want to, you know, stubborn alley. I want to keep laboring, you know? And so it was like, I kept going. And after quite some time, it was just getting so painful. And they were like, well, you know, she's like there, but she's not like coming down more. So we want to get you on Pitocin. And I was like, I don't want Pitocin. It was also on my birth plan. And they were just like, well, I just think you should because it'll she really push. push. She needs that push. And my midwife was like, listen, you know me, I'm all natural and same my dual at the time. But they were both like, if they're, if they're saying it might help the push, then like maybe we should try it. So I was like, okay. And of course they cranked me up to like the highest Pitocin. So I'm throwing up from that. Oh, no. And then after that, it was like, I had to get on epidural because I couldn't deal yeah. with the feeling of what that Pitocin was. But then for me, the epidural, the way they did it was so strong. I couldn't feel shit. And yeah. I just, I think that's where I, I kind of like lost hope and I lost like that vision of the hypnobirthing and everything else because I couldn't get first off I went from a birth center where I had my space to a hospital that was just lights they weren't letting us have our space you know it was just like so not what I wanted Mm -hmm. and I was just like oh my god and then I couldn't feel anything and it was like once I couldn't feel anything you've had a disconnect yeah exactly I was just like what the hell am I supposed to do now yeah you know and then it was like you know 42 hours you know we called the c-section but it was just like 
it was so disheartening to me because I couldn't connect with my body. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a difficult situation to be in. I just feel really lucky that I had the best of both worlds. I was at a hospital, but I did feel like I had my space. I think having a doula was a major part of that. Mm -hmm. Every step of the way they said, you know, they came in and they were like, we're going to do this Foley balloon. But your doctors also said, give you Pitocin. I said, how about just the Foley balloon? Every step of the way I had to stick up for myself. Yeah. Let's just try that. And then we'll see. And they were like, cool. And they would go back and just do that. And they were like, it worked. And I was like, great. They were like, now we're going to break your water and give you Pitocin. I'm like, how about we just break my water? <laughs> they're like, okay. So right. you just have to yeah. keep, they're going to, the doctor's going to prescribe one thing because to him, yes. he wants to get in there sooner. Of course, of course. Love my doctor. Yeah. I would highly recommend him yeah. because he was wonderful. Right. But timing wise, they're like, well, let's speed it yeah. along because like, like, yeah. it's Saturday. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, we're, we're making things happen here. Yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. they allowed me the space to say no. That's and great. And you are ultimately, you're the client. Yes, you're, you are. You're the one giving birth. Yeah. And I love that you said that. And I love that you said you advocated for yourself because mm-hmm. I think so many moms and so many moms to be don't know that they can advocate for themselves. And that starts with birth. I didn't know that. Yeah. And, and I'm glad I had Stacy because yeah. she empowered me right. to say, like, you know, we trust medical providers. And of we course should. I did. Of course. We absolutely should. But we should also come armed with our own Going back to intuition what you were yeah. saying. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Of what you're feeling and what your own knowledge and what you believe and yes. what feels right. I also had to fight to take a bath. Oh, Stacy told me that. Yes, yes. they uh-huh. had a bathtub at Cedars, yes. and they were like, "Well, you're not gonna be able to get in it." And I was like, "Why? Why right. do you even have it yeah, here?" Then? Right, exactly. Why is it being teased in front of me? Yeah. And the nurse was like, "I'm gonna really look into this for you and help." They're like, "The monitors can't get in there," and I was like, "Figure this out because right. I'm getting in that tub." Right. Yeah. One way or another, you're gonna see me climbing in there. <laughs> I'm in there, and I did, and I got to relax with good my lavender you. oil, and it felt so good. Yeah. But I had to fight for that, which right. is. Silly to it me, is silly. but I agree. Why are you giving me a room with a tub if I can't even get <laughs> in it? Right, literally. It's so like, yeah, well, stand up for yourself. Yes, and I, and I think that's a great message, and I love that you said that. And, and I, you know, obviously have Stacy. You know, this time around is my doula, and you know, I've said that to her. I'm like, listen, you know, I'm hoping for kind of best of both worlds because I, what I loved about being in my birth center was that I really was in my own space, mm-hmm. and I love my midwife, and I love that doula, and I love the team that I had, and the way they set it all up for me was just beautiful, and it felt so right. And unfortunately, you know, things just didn't go the way. You know, Amelia had other plans. Yeah, I really do believe babies choose their births. You I know? do too. Yeah, you really like, and yeah. you realize it. And when you meet them, you're like, oh, okay, makes yeah. sense. You yeah. know. But with this baby girl, it's like I'm obviously like you know being a little more you know precautious. Obviously, since I did have you know the C-section with Amelia at the end of the day, you know um, later on getting transferred. So it's like I am going to Cedars. But what like you know, Stacy said to me when she was referencing your birth to me is she's like, I feel like I'm really good at setting up your space to feel kind of like a birth center yeah. and to feel very much like yours and I will help you keep the lights down. I yes. will help you stay in your zone. She 100% will. Yeah, and You're that makes hand. me feel so good because yeah. I want to be empowered like I was last time with the birth center and I want to take the things that I did love mm-hmm. that made me feel good and carry them over to a hospital so I am a quote unquote, you know, just safer checking kind of space. Sure. And I love my doctor and he's all for my VBAC and he's supporting me for it and all those things, you know, and so is Stacy. And so it's like, you know, I have all these ideals. I'm obviously also like telling myself I'm not going to be married to it because last time, like you said, with your plans, they're, they're just, they're plans yeah. and they don't necessarily hold up. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm just telling myself, this is what I'm going in for. This is what I want. Telling the universe trusting in my intuition, but setting myself up that I am at a hospital yeah. and I hopefully, like you said with Stacy, she's going to set up my situation and my environment to feel like that good atmosphere oh, yeah. to say, okay, at least you kind of have the birth center feeling even though you are at the hospital. The and that team kind of there thing. too is incredible. The first nurse that I had uh-huh. was wearing a lapis around her neck. Wow. She walked in, that's hanging in 
my yeah. daughter, which I didn't know was a daughter, in her nursery. And I was like, Aww. holy cow. It was oh like God, a nod from sign. the universe. Yeah, That's she was amazing. wearing she was wearing stones. Right. And I had my stones around yeah. me. So uh-huh. it was like, okay, you can right. have yes. it both ways. I love you that. You can. You can create the environment you want right. while in a hospital setting. So. And I think that's a great message too because there's so many moms who do because unfortunately of all the different you know medical issues and there are sadly, I mean there's amazing doctors but sadly there's also doctors who don't really listen mm-hmm. and kind of just pacify you and yeah. a lot of moms have gone through that and right. they feel very you know upset and so that's why they do air to a midwife and a birth center and all those things yeah. and I love that for you, you're sharing in your experience like hey, I had best of both worlds. Like I had a great doctor, but I also had a great duel. Yeah. I set myself up mm-hmm. and I was able to advocate for myself, you know? So how would you say like, you know, like going back to your birth, do you kind of, I mean, I know it's been seven months, but do you kind of remember it to share it with us? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember it. It was, it's very clear to me. Like we, it was kind of a bummer to me that we had to check in to Cedars. Like of it course. was a hotel. It's like a hotel. Yeah. yeah like totally. nothing was happening. Right. I was dilated a centimeter. Um, but no contractions at all. Mm. And I went in on Friday to see my doctor. He was going to induce me on Monday, which was my oh, birthday. Okay. And that was really You're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. I love my birthday. Right, of course. You're like, let's not touch that, please. And then I started getting on board. I was like, oh, we had the same birthday. That's kind of cool. Like, right. maybe that's what our story is. But we right. went into our last appointment on Friday, and he was like, I think you should go tonight. And I was like, <gasps> what? Was not expecting that. He's like, she's kind of running out of room. Fluid's looking a little low. Let's just go have this baby. And I was like, <laughs> I like cry. It was so of such a weird emotion. Of course. And I was like, I'm gonna try the castor oil. And he was like, I mean, if you really want, go for it. It's not gonna harm you. Right. I, he's like, I have mixed feelings about it, but do you? If you already have it, go make yourself a shake and then <laughs> go to Cedars. So I did, and I took that, and I just vomited everywhere <laughs> in the toilet. But I felt so sick. And then I felt great after it was out of my system. <laughs> and I was like, okay, Drew, let's go. So <laughs> we got in the car, we drove to Cedars, we checked in. Right. And, you know, the team came in and told me what was going to happen. And Stacy came over and it was just really lovely, really chill. We set up the environment, really low lights. She put little tea lights everywhere. It was I love really it. beautiful. And my crystals. Um, we started slowly, like I said, with the Foley balloon. And I dilated pretty quickly to about. So that helped get the dilation really helped. going. It really helped. really kick-started it. They were really happy with like, oh, okay, this is progressing. This is yeah. great. And I was really happy because I was like, yeah, my body is yeah, my body, over. my body's listening. Yeah, because yeah. the whole hypno thing is like, trust your body, trust yes, your body. And I, I was know. like, my body's not working. Like, yep. it's so hard to trust your body. When, and it's like, hard. Why isn't it just? Well, and, and you're new to this. This is not like you know, happening. like yeah, yeah, and and you're, and you're brand new. Like when yeah. we're all first moms. We have no freaking clues. Like, I know. I'm listening to my body. I think, but I don't I know, know what's happening. Yeah. And I kept waiting for that moment of like contractions. Yes. Just gonna start, and it yeah. just it wasn't my story. So, um, yeah, then I had the Foley balloon. That helped. They manually broke my water. That helped. I took a bath. It was great. And then I started just laboring. And the contractions were coming, but not as consistent as they wanted. But they were coming pretty strong. And I did that for a while. And they checked me again. And I was only like six centimeters. And it had been a couple hours. And I was like, oh. I'm like going through it with no pain meds. And I was like, I don't know how much more I can do if I've only gone this much. Yeah. And I'm feeling it this intensely. So I was like, I think I need an epidural. And I was a little bit defeated about that too. Like waving the white flag. Because I had this whole, you know, I wanted to do it all natural. But no shame in the game. They did not make no. me feel bad about that at all. They were like, great. They'll come in and give you the epidural. I started with a walking epidural, but I could still oh, feel it really strongly. Okay. And so I was like, just give me the full thing. Right. 
which actually ended up being really good for me because it allowed me to rest and then my body could take its time and my contractions started again and I dilated really quickly. Oh, wow. So for good me, for the you. epidural was necessary. Yeah, see, and everyone's different. I know. Like for some, some people, it stops. That was me. Yep. Yeah, and it was the, it was opposite for me. Right. It was exactly what I needed. So I rested. I actually took a really good nap. Wow. I woke up and I was completely dilated. They called the doctor and a couple, maybe an hour later, he showed up and I pushed for about 45 minutes got a little scary because her heart rate, heart oh, rate yeah, dipped, dipped, which yeah. it seems to be very common. It is. It's like a whole, we, Stacey and I were talking about it. It's like a whole Russian, of course, and like everybody rushes into the team because they have to. Yeah. But it's like, it's so common. Like it's you hear so that with scary, so but every, many people. Like every mom yeah. I've talked to has this yeah. happen. So yeah. if it's that common, like, right. is it just a part, normal part of birth right. where the babies? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't Amelia either. Didn't, Amelia didn't dip, so I didn't, ex- I didn't experience okay. it, but I've had several friends that was why for me like being the stubborn new yorker that i am i I kept wavering because she wasn't dipping at all they were like well she's stable you're stable everything's still happening so like we could just keep going so to me it was like all right i'm gonna exhaust myself yeah let's just freaking keep powering yeah you know you've gone this far yeah right yeah yeah so that happened and it was scary because everybody shows up at your bedside and like like, if it happens again we gotta wheel you away and then you're like okay that's when like meditation really came into play for me i was like yoga breath yoga breath yoga breath slow Uh down don't panic Uh because i didn't want to make it worse and, and your body would tend. Exactly. Yeah, uh-huh. So the hypnobirthing did help me a lot in that scenario too, to just like free my mind. Yes. It's okay. Everything's okay. Yeah. And we took a little break from pushing and then we resumed. My doctor was so calm. Love him. Dr. Benuni at Cedars. He's That's incredible. Awesome. He was like, awesome. I'm not worried. I have it's Dr. Brock at Cedars. So yeah. same type of team. Yeah. yeah. And he was there and he was just... He gave me a mirror to help, which was incredible oh, that's too. Cool. Because like you said, I couldn't feel anything. Yeah, and I was right. like, I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing. He's like, this will help. Look. Mm. And he's like, look at her head right there. I'm like, oh my God, it's right there? Wow. And that's pretty cool. And we pushed for 45 minutes. But like I said, we had that 20 minute break when yes. her heart rate dipped. And then out she came. That's so amazing. Good for you. It was incredible. Awesome. We had our playlist going. It was very calm. I love that. And all the nurses were like, what a great playlist. What was on your playlist? Oh, in sync. A, a, a lot of different things but yeah. Drew added some really cool music and um Lovely Day by Bill uh-huh. Withers was Love playing uh-huh. when she was born so Aww, it was such a perfect song it was so like cute. two in the afternoon right it was, it was wonderful that's it was awesome. a lovely day so that's I, had, I had an amazing birthing experience that's great that's so and that's so good to share too because I think you know like there is so much fear behind birth and yeah. there is so much like oh my I God, was this. terrified yeah I would have ranked oh, we, it as my number one yeah fear I think in life, most but, are you know <laughs> I think most are you yeah. know because it is something that's so unknown yes and you don't know what you're and coming everybody into. tells you about the pain and oh you're like, of course stop talking about yeah, it and you're like thank you for sharing I'm aware I'm gonna be in pain I know like, yeah. but I'm gonna try to mentally <laughs> right I'm gonna try to mentally it. get through it right totally because you're like everybody also says you do forget it Oh, you do. That's why I was asking you and yeah. to share. I appreciate you sharing because like, you know, it's like even me, it's hard to recap. And, you know, obviously me, I'm, you know, almost two years out, but like, and I have to go back to my notes and that kind of thing. But it's like some people really just block it out. Yeah. They're just because it was so painful or it was so traumatic, right. whatever it might be. They're just like, yeah, no, I, I couldn't tell you. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't remember. If a baby came, that was it. You know, it's like, yeah, 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 it's yeah. wild. I know. You're you know? right. You're right. I think I just, I had the intention of it being very conscious. Mm-hmm. And so I am, I'm, I'm grateful. I remember all of it. Yeah. It's very vivid and it's all positive. Right. And that's you know? great. And I, I love too that you say that, that it was all positive, even though there were moments, like you said, sure. Of her yeah. dipping and things deviating and the epidural that wasn't there on the list mm-hmm. and all those things, but you still had a positive birth experience yeah. and you still set yourself up and you advocated for yourself. And I think that's the biggest part of us sharing this story of yours is like 
for mothers and moms to be to like really lean into that yeah. and really pay attention to that yeah because I think it's so important and that's why I also agree with you like I think a doula is so necessary like I don't even think it should be a question honestly I think it should be covered on your freaking health insurance I agree with that wholeheartedly because I know it's an added expense it and is I know for Completely. some it's, just it's something I can't do right and that's a shame because mm-hmm. it is a birth support system is yes. so important it is and even if you don't have that I think you should also just be armed with the information that you can you can advocate for yourself. Right, and you can you say no to, to things. Yes. yes, and it's okay. And you're right. not denying the medical profession. Right. But you're just saying, can I have a little more time? Right. That phrase is is essential. Just buy yourself more time. Right. Unless it's an emergency. And that's something course, that I learned yes. in hypnobirthing too, mm-hmm. was to say, is this a medical emergency? Right. Exactly. And if they Are say we in no, a real emergency? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So just saying that and saying, I'd like to take things slow. They'll honor your wishes, but right. you have to say that. Or they're going to just do what they do. Yeah. And a hospital is a money-making machine. Of course, it just it really is. I'm not. Yep. No, it is 100. percent No, and I, getting just, people just through is. the system right. is a benefit to them. Yes, of course. So it just is what it is. Right. But and, allowing, and knowing that and arming yourself yes. to have the knowledge and everything else that you're and, paying for that time. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> your insurance you're there, money is paying for that. Right. And you're so the one your time. who's in charge. Yes. Unless you want it to go quickly, that's up to you too. Totally. Right. So, it's a matter of what you want and yes. what you're. All preferences are valid. <laughs> yes, I love that. That's so great. Well, Amy, this was amazing. Is there anything else you'd want to share with us, you know, from motherhood, from your own, you know, experiences, you know, being a working mama? I mean, anything else you'd want our my audience to know, you know, about you or just, you know, your experience in motherhood thus far that you'd want to share or give, yeah. you know, anything? I will just leave you with this, that I was so scared to become a mom. I thought it was going to change my life and it was going to take away from my identity and that I didn't know who I was going to be anymore and that all my hopes and dreams and wishes would be like secondary and that could not be further from the truth. I feel like I have a revived passion and energy to live my life for this little girl and to just do things with passion and to model that behavior for her. She has added so much joy to our lives. And I know everybody will tell you that, but it's so true Mm -hmm. that what you're losing in becoming a mom is so minuscule to what you're gaining. And it... uh, it's one of those things where Drew and I look at each other, we're like, why didn't we do this sooner? Like, Isn't that wild? It's insane. Well, that's how Justin and I found that's kind of how we wound up with number two. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, are we crazy? Like, we want to have them close. Like, but is this going to be insane? Yes, it probably is going to be insane. But, like, we're going to be madly in love. And yeah. And we're going to love, you know, this next addition yeah. to our family. It's you know? so soul enriching. Yeah, And just it is. looking at her little face and knowing that, we helped this being find a you portal them. into the yes. universe is yes. just and so she amazing. Is beautiful, by Thank the way. Thank you. I have to be like, I'm dying. So are your daughters. Her. I can't oh, wait to meet you. number two. I know, right? make beautiful babies. So, so, yes, so exciting. Yes, I know I do. I just, I just love her. Every picture you guys post, like family selfies and just like the way you guys look, you can just see that glow and that happiness. And I just love seeing that for you as a friend and fellow mama because it's just, it is, you're right. It's so soul enriching. Yeah. And it's just so nice to see. And I think it's just so important to share that because you're right. There are so many who are afraid of that. And I, and I agree with you. And for me, I did lose my identity from going through postpartum depression. And I did really feel like I lost myself and went through so much. But mm-hmm. regardless of that, now being out of it and thank God on the other side, I feel like I'm a whole new version of Allie. Yeah. A more empowered, like Allie 2.0. You know? Yeah. Like, you know? And it's I'm, not about going back. It's right. about moving forward. Yes. And, and into this new realm of right. yourself. It's, it is 2.0. Right. Yeah. It's, it, it totally is. And I love that you said that, that you like feel like more empowered and like it's changed you for the better because I feel the same. Yeah. And people will say to me like, oh my God, really? Even after everything you've been through? And I'm like, 
100. Yes, like it's I, all part of the story. So, exactly. It's all part of it. And it yeah. just adds to you and your story and everything else and, and the way you feel about your daughter and, the, you know, what you're doing with them and raising them. It's just, it's all so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm like so happy for you guys and like can't thank you enough for, you know, coming on Strip Down. Um, I always ask this of my mamas that come on, kind of like how you were saying, like the, the rose, bud, and thorn. But what is the biggest high right now in motherhood for you? And like what is your... You know, I would say low, low, but you know, you're low. Yeah, you know? of I course. Mean, like, the biggest high is that she is just such a little jokester. Her personality coming out is amazing. <laughs> is like, it you, Drew, Mix? I don't know. I feel like it's mischievous. Like, it's my dad. Oh. My dad passed I, yes, away. Yes, I would say. Like, Aww. 10 years ago now. Could be. Yeah. Could and be. And I see this He's, little, like, coming through. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's adorable. It's right. so fun that she's so interactive yeah. and playful, and she'll, like, blow raspberries on me, amazing. which is, like, hysterical. <laughs> um, so that's definitely a high. The low, I'd say, is um, I've been using a nipple shield, full disclosure, because oh, yeah. at Cedars, they just popped it on me, didn't t- tell me mm. why, and I was a vulnerable new mom, and I think I prepared so much for the birth, I didn't really think much about the after, Oh yeah. and so I didn't know what was happening, and she got really latched onto that. And it's so hard getting her off of it. Oh, yeah. So we're using I, it seven months later. Hey, listen, whatever. <laughs> hey, but you're still nursing her. I'm and still like that's her. amazing. And it's working. So right. it is what it is. It's a great and it's tool. Working. I don't want to, you know, knock something that has been such a blessing. And she right. takes a bottle really easily. So there's so many good things about it that right. you just gotta like right. take the it's good It's just more of like a low for you in the it's sense of it's like something you have to yeah, have, have to me. do. Have yeah. with you. And she will nurse without it, but right. then she'll realize and be like Where's that thing I really right, like? Right. Yeah, she's very determined. Yeah, so like her mama. <laughs> it is what it is. I'd say that's probably our low right okay, now. We well, also had like two days of weird sleep regression where she woke up at those midnight. Those are fun, yeah. And wanted to just play. <laughs> uh-huh. But last night was good. So good, I think we good. got through that. Yeah, the regressions are real and they happen. Yeah, it they happens do. again. Amelia's been going, Amelia went through it like a little I bit before that. too. Yeah. yeah, it's just that's. It is, it what, is it what it is. is. It's child development. Yes, exactly. It's part, it's part of all of it. We all you know? learn how to sleep. It's right, fine. exactly. We all figure it out some yes. way or another, you know? Exactly. Well, tell us, you know, of course, where we can find you, follow you, all that good stuff. Plug yeah. yourself. Okay, <laughs> I'm on social media at Amy Paffrath, P-A-F-F-R-A-T-H. Again, my YouTube, where you can see my Spectrum news stories, is youtube.com slash Amy Paffrath TV. And that's where you can find me. Amazing. And if you guys honestly just Google Amy Paffrath, you'll find all the amazing things she <laughs> mentioned about, like the hosting, all the craziness she's done, everything in her career. And million hair colors. <laughs> yes. Million hair colors. You can follow it all. So check Amy out. She's amazing. She's got just such a great heart and such a great space. Amy, thank you thank again you so much for being on, love. And cheers. Till next time, guys. Bye. Bye.